Welcome back to Double Dose. I'm your host, Depesh. And I'm your host, Daniel. And we're here to take you from Earth to the end of an everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, nice. Beast Does it end? Does it end? We don't know. <laughs> they don't. That's why it's called everlasting. <laughs> is that po- is that possible? Is that going to end world hunger? One. That, that was what it was made for, right? It's like a, a gum is an everlasting. It's, it, it was designed to end world hunger? Yeah. Dude, imagine... You get that- full, You get full, but you also never, never run out. Imagine like... Um, that was the intention, like good intentions behind it, but everyone just got diabetes because they're just sucking on candy all day. My friend had it's- one and he licked it. He'd always, l- he would just like lick one side yeah. to see how long it would go. And then his tongue was like bleeding. Dude, I remember that like sour lollies. I remember a kid in high school, um, oh, sorry, primary school, ate uh, like a handful of um, warheads and it split his tongue, started bleeding just because the amount of sourness, like it just cut his tongue open. Damn. Mm. Do you remember when we went to um, Barrel and <laughs> I gave you that- uh, Yes, dude. That the crazy sour dust thing. And it that thing was nuts. like hurting my mouth. I don't, It was like a massive like gobstopper or something, right? It was a round it was candy ball and sour it was ball. super sour ball. That is the most sour lolly I have ever had in my I heart, never had something life. that did that to my mouth. It like, I can feel it now. Yeah. That's like how bad it was. Your teeth would get grippy. Yeah, the yeah. teeth, my teeth felt- Funny after. I've never had that. Mouth. Yeah, that, that was horrible. <laughs> How you been, dude? Good. Another week of it. We're at the 22. 22. 22. <laughs> I got something for you right off the bat. Let's do it, man. I hope you haven't heard this. But Shorty, I take came me there. Ac- I came across it and I, I've heard it before, but yeah, it was... Um, You ever heard of... Uh, uh, so, I, I just came across crazy things that people eat. You know, my strange addiction. Uh, I've watched, yeah, I've watched a couple of snippets of that show. That's nuts. Yeah. So this one, I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, hopefully not. Um, woman who was addicting to eating mattresses. Oh, no, I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that? Uh, like she would just kneel on the edge of the bed and just start gnawing on it? So she would just go up and rip a, a chunk of the foam mattress off and just whoop and straight up eat it. Oh, my God. I always wondered in those shows. The foam. Yeah, how do you, you, I don't think you can. Even, you can't chew that till nope. it dissolves. It's just chewy, and then you just swallow it. No, no, it's not oh. doing anything. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just bouncing in your mouth. She said it would. It would go out the same way it looked when it came in. Oh my god, dude! She, so that, that's not getting her shits were bouncy. Um, her shits were bouncy. I always wondered watching that show how these people were living. That's true because just ingesting stuff that you're not meant to ingest. Yeah, or, like or, or just and stuff. You, you, yeah, whatever it was, it, it's intense. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're doing, you're like, oh god, this is like too full on to to keep going like this, right? Um, she had been doing this for twenty years. Oh my god! Do you reckon that was like a staple of hers? She or said, was a snack. So she said, per day, she was consuming 0.1 square meters of mattress each day. Which is a ten centimeter cube. So it's like each day, each day is about that, dude. You know what's um pretty beneficial for her? What you get cozy on the couch for a no- movie night, and you're like, oh, gotta get up and get snacks. Nah, B, I just pluck at the couch. That's what she did. It. She just <laughs> that's what she maybe did. that's what it started. She was just she was too lazy to get up and get snacks, and she's like, kind of looks alright, dude. The, it was such Put a, a sauce meme. on there. It was such a meme watching her um <laughs> eat convinced. the mattress because she she goes. The, the, the video starts and she's like scouring for mattresses and she's like, I got to be quick because uh, my mom's in the shower and I got to just quickly, quickly grab some. She's like running around the room like and just literally going into her mom's room and just ripping out mattresses, Dude, and just like shoving it in her pockets. Slowly like 
over a couple of years, like her mum's mattress is just deflating on one side. She's like, what the fuck's on my mattress? So she said since she had started the addiction, she had consumed eight mattresses oh in her life. Oh my God. Eight. Dude, that's so crazy. Do you think fast food for her is when you drive and you see those mattresses dumped on the ground outside? Oh, that's fast food? Yeah, she said she'd eat the mattress down to the springs. Oh my God. There's nothing left. All the foam, all the insulation. She's like, the top is the best part. <laughs> like icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where all the flavor is. People have been sitting there, marinating yeah. in it, sweating in People it. People be sitting on it. Farting in it. Mm. Oh my God, dude. Um, Do you think she ate it uh, like she was compelled to eat it or she ate it when she was hungry? She said it was like it was just an addiction. Like she just eat it whenever she would feel like it. She'd just get a, a craving for it and just go, hmm, I got to eat me some match. She just pull it out of her pocket and just- like a whole chunk like that should oh, and just eat the whole thing. Imagine like oh man, like do you do you reckon she went through a few mattresses that she slept on? Yeah. So she said she had to sneak in her mum's room and start ripping off chunks of her mattress to eat because she had ate her own already and her mum was not gonna buy her a new one. Oh my god. Imagine like sleeping She's on just one side of the off bed and then bits have- of the couch as well. She just reach in and go like quish and tear it off. Blaming it on the dog. Yeah, she looked How pretty. How old grubby. was she? Thirty? Jeez. Oh man! Uh, and and I don't I I'm not trying to blame her or anything or like say there were like it's like something to do with her, but she was really big. I mean, look, maybe she was like I said, just too lazy to get snacks. She was like, eh, she was huge, but her. I thought, is this from eating the mattresses that made <laughs> her like that? She's eaten so many mattresses, she started to look like one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but she <laughs> she uh. I don't mean to poke fun, but she was really big. Like it was like one of the biggest women I'd ever seen. Jeez! And, um, but then I saw her mum looked exactly like her. And so I said, yeah, oh, she okay, didn't help. So she didn't help her. It's whatever, whatever's yeah. going on in your household. You're just eating bad or something. But she was enormous, and I was like, oh shit! I thought maybe it's clogging her up or something. It's not allowing her to digest yeah, food just, properly. It's like um, when Squidward eats all those hamburgers, Krabby Patties, and, yeah. he's, and he's huge. Yeah. Um, what is your theory for how the moment she took her first bite? She 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 talked about oh, it. She, she said she was in a car and um I think she was it was a stressful situation or something or she was bored and she's bored. Out, she just ripped out a bit of her she was like eight or something and she ripped out a bit of her um the the foam that was inside of the the car mm. And, um, you know, reached into the seat. I think it was a bit torn up and she ripped it off and just put it in her mouth. She's like, mm, it tastes like nothing. But she liked the sensation of chewing on it. Wow. So then she said she just started doing it more and more. It was just like a satisfying thing for her. I just realized that I was very close to starting a My Strange Addiction. You? At my auntie's house. She got a delivery one time. I was in primary school. And the delivery box was full of those packing peanuts. Yes. The, yes. The rice. Yeah foam and she's like you can eat these it's just rice and and me and my cousin were like right and she's like no look i'll show you and she ate it and it just dissolves in your mouth mm-hmm. so i literally grabbed a bowl <laughs> and ate them like it was a snack don't taste like anything and i regret doing that but i was a little kid but i've heard the same thing um i heard you can't eat all of them they'll expand some are like foam yes some are so foam. Usually, you can tell the ones. Some are made of potatoes as well. Mm-mm. The ones that are like um, more off-white color. It's like a creamy color. Those ones you can eat, but apparently the white ones you can't eat. I think these were white. 
I'm not sure if you can eat They dissolved in my mouth. Yeah, they do, <laughs> but I don't think you're supposed to eat them. I think only the- A little bit of me died. I know, because I had a science teacher just grab a handful and munch them down. He'd be like, notice I didn't eat the white ones. I only ate these ones. Oh, wow. Okay, so well, um, I might have destroyed my body somehow at that stage of my life. Eh, don't worry. We've already eaten credit card a week of microplastics. There you go, man. There you go. But- this woman said uh, she always had, a, like, just after, like, uh, she'd always have a craving for him after sex. Like a cigarette. She's like, mm, got to give me some mattress. Dude, that's so funny. Like, wow, okay. So, like, her partner just rolls off her and yeah. then she rolls over and just starts chewing on the mattress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow, okay. She, she said, yeah, she pooped him out and looked at the exact same. And she said she was tempted once to wash it after she pooped it out and eat it again if she's that desperate. But she's like, I haven't done it yet. But she's Why like, is it always I think- pooped involved with these people? Yeah. I uh, uh, I heard some other ones. But uh, she was burping a lot during the filming. And she's like, burp, burp. And they kept putting it together, like burp. She did kept it, doing it. She went it, to the doctor and he said that. Uh, sorry, what? Did her burp sound like this? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded weird. And the doctor, they went to the doctor and he explained it. And he was pretty understanding. He's like, I think that the what's happening is that it's getting caught in your intestines. Then oh. gas is building up around it and it's unable to escape. So, it's coming back up. It'd be full of air. So no, no, no. When it's it, like when the it's body's like getting like, compressed, it's releasing air inside of you. It's yeah, probably getting, I don't know. You're probably getting bloated and your, shit. Your acid and gut acid is trying to mix with it. Oh, Who knows what geez. chemical your gut acid mixed with that thing is. Man, it's not good for you. It's foam. Doctor, I've, oh, I feel really sick. Okay. I can see what the problem is here. Um, you're eating things that you're not meant to be eating. He said she could die at any minute. Like, because she'll eat a big enough piece that'll clog her intestine. No food will get down. It'll be an obstruction. He's like, you could just burst and die. What if they drop the casket down and it bounces back out? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the douche. <laughs> wow, dude. Um, she wants to be cremated and turned into a mattress. Oh, wow. Stuffed into the mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Wow weird that is strange the dude. whole the whole uh it was a tlc special you know yeah. tlc um tlc uk i gotta watch I some of those it man. Was i gotta watch some of those. I, I watched a couple of others and um one was a woman addicted to bathing in urine bathing in urine she she had cancer and she claimed the only thing keeping her cancer alive was uh, uh keeping the cancer at bay was the urine baths and i'm like Dude, there's no science behind that. Like, These urine is something help, excreted from your body. It's a dirty thing. You know what's crazy, man? Like, everyone's got something secret that they do at home. What's yours? I'm trying to think. Like, um, are we just talking in general or something that you eat? No, no, anything. Hmm. This woman's bathing, and none of those, another woman was bathing in bleach. She's like, I want to be clean. But you know what? To to the person, Mm -hmm. that would be normal because they do it at home where they know it's weird. Until they have a conversation with someone, they go, whoa, you don't do that? Mom, you got to stop doing it. She was like, oh, dude, I can't even describe it. She was getting urine, putting it into like a cup. Mom, that's my bed. And putting the cup on her eyeball and swishing the urine around on her eyes. Oh, my God, dude. It was like an eye cup. It was an eye washer cup. So you're supposed to fill it with something and just put it on your eyeballs. She was doing the. Uh, I'm getting sick. Just was she hydrated at least? Was clear clear pee at least? Not yellow. Show it, Barbie. Oh, dude! Like putting it in a. I can't talk about it. This is the level of stuff. But then it's like these people are unwell. They need help. Well, like you were saying, asking me what my strange addiction is, 
I don't think until you have a conversation with someone, you wouldn't realize you're doing something that a lot of people don't do, right? Because it'd be normal to you. Nah, they know that that's up. They know that's what's up. They, they convince themselves it's not. It's okay. This woman knew it was weird. I remember watching one. Oh, it might have been a hoarder's one, but she was. Oh my god, dude! She after digging, they found out she was eating her own shit, and she was keeping bottles of her shit, and um. I think it was it was a meme for a while, and they were going to throw it all out. She's like, "No, no!" And they're like, "What do you what do you want to keep this for? Everything's covered in feces." And she's like, "You don't." Uh, she like legit like trying to um, convince them that it was okay. She's like, "You don't tell a drug addict to just quit cold turkey. You need to give him one last high. Just let me try one last thing." I'm like, "Oh my god, dude! Get this woman some help. What the hell?" Oh, these poor people, man. They they need help. Yes. A lot of it's America, unfortunately. They need, a, they need an everlasting gobstopper. They do. But they, yeah, that way it'll just replenish. And she'll, you know, she'll lose some weight and she has something to snack on all the time. And they can You're make the everlasting gobstopper taste like mattress. Yeah, yeah, or feces. Or feces, see? Yeah, it's pretty but, good. But uh, the... Uh, <laughs> it's going to be all right. It's amazing it's right. what the human body can actually do and not get... Yeah, I know. Take a long time it's to like get sick. It's like a goldfish. Sick. Yeah, it takes a long time to get sick. I feel like my body would um, get sick instantly. <laughs> my body would just be like, yeah, what are you doing? You're, you're nah, going to die I now. I think what, what ends up would happen for me is my I couldn't deal. Like, it's my it's my mental tolerance that wouldn't be able to cope. What if Not- we're missing out on something? Hmm? What if we're missing out on something? We ain't missing out on anything. What if these things, one of these things just like... There's a reason most people would find it gross. Hmm. It's like when it just goes into the... Crosses the line of... Okay, this is person's not well. I'm trying to think of if I do anything strange. I'm really trying to think if the, if I do have a strange addiction. I'm sure I do. Everyone would. Everyone's got something. Yeah. I I don't know. I'd have to like be super aware of everything I do at home. Mm. Yeah, but that anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting and very interesting, very gross, and yeah. I hope she sorts that out. Yeah. This was um, ages ago. I tried to find an update. I couldn't see anything. Man, I want to tell you what I did last night. It was, yes. it was pretty cool. I went to um, my friend's house. She had built a home theater completely decked out. I'm talking blacked out curtains, full installed surround sound with the massive base, theater seating. So, it had like a step up, Whoa. the big leather recliners yeah. and everything, dude. That's my that's my next house that's, goal. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, boy. <laughs> We're going to do... Um, <laughs> that's crazy that we both want to do that. Yeah. I definitely want to have like a... A sick home theater. Um, so man, they had a mad projector, big screen, 4K projector, huge screen, and we watched. We, we were talking for ages. Of, What's the first movie we watch in here? It's going to be a big moment. We decided on The Shining. Man, um, look, I love that movie. It was a whole new experience watching it on like what, which, which you could like say is a cinema because the screen's big enough, it's dark enough. Oh, and she had a full like snack station. With the buckets of popcorn, chips, lollies, drinks, it was amazing. It was like, it was like going to the cinema. Blew your mind. It was, dude. It was an experience. And watching the shining, oh, I'm so jealous. 4K on this thing, I was like, wow, this is spectacular. I wish. I mean, I feel like I've seen it in cinema now. It's amazing. I'll, I'll, there's so many movies now I want to watch, rewatch that in I that never in, in there. Yeah. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. Big comfortable lounges and everything. Dude, massive recline. Dude, it's so tech. Like, were they button recline? The cup holder has touch-sensitive buttons for, like, light? cup light, under-the-couch light, reclining the feet, reclining the head thing to pop forward and backwards. 
you press a button and the cup holder like goes and elevates a little bit so that it, it holds your cup so it can't get tipped over. It's super tech. Damn. Are, you par- are your friends loaded? Oh, well, well, you know you know her, so we'll, uh, maybe we can um, do a movie night. That's sick. Yeah. I want to check this out so bad because, yeah, I, I think about that all the time. I subscribe to the Home Theater subreddit and I go- Hell yeah, dude, me too. Damn, these dudes are looking off its head. Yeah. You know, they got that- Sometimes they got the nice cinema door on it. They yeah, black yeah. out all the paint. I've already started sketching up what I want. I've already got a list of things I want and I've already, I've been brainstorming it. I have a big model in my head of all the little details. Um, the one thing I will say is, and I probably, I think a lot of people disagree me, with me on this, home theatre sound systems. Yeah. I can't imagine needing my, I, I want- crisp good um audio yeah but i would never give a shit about how loud something can get obviously there's a point where it's like too loud yeah, yeah you want it to be blockbuster right yeah but there's a point like these i feel like these home theater systems are super expensive and way over the top for things it's like buying a sports car if you live in like the suburbs it's like yeah you're buying something that you're not really going to use are you mean like the size of the speaker because you have to think the speaker's just got to move the air yeah. Right. So the, all the speaker is doing is is pu- pushing air in a certain way to make it sound great. Yeah. But it has to 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 get to the low end sounds, the real deep bass, and the, you need a massive fucking speaker. Mm-hmm. It's the only way it can produce such a low sound. Right. That's why you know laptop speakers they don't sound good. So you're saying a byproduct of having to have clearer sound is just. The size and the, the the sound volume being able to go higher. No, not higher. Just the the size of the speaker has to be loud. It's, oh, it's, like I don't care how big it is, but I feel like were they cranking it crazy loud? Where it was like a bit too much. I mean, like you, they we had it at a at a level where it's like a cinema. Okay. Um, I can imagine neighbors would be hearing it though. Oh, you'd wow. have to soundproof. I would do the soundproofing. Yeah, the you'd have to do a lot of soundproofing. So there's a there's a there's a rule where it goes. Well, the speakers can only get so good and so loud before you actually treat the room. Yeah. Sound treat the room to to be properly acoustically correct. And I feel like that's, that's why you overkill. go into a recording. No, you can ch- treat a room for less than you buy a speaker set. For instance, you need to put bass traps in the corner. Like those big cubes, and they go in the corner because otherwise the bass goes straight to the corner and reflects really weird. Like I know, yeah, like the the the, the distance of like some people go so crazy, man. Like the distance they are from the speaker and it's, then the angle that they're at. And I'm it. like, I don't think I would ever go that far because I don't think my ears could tell a huge difference. But when you go to the cinema, half that experience is because they've done that and they've treated the room, and you know it's yeah. Great. But I feel like um, treating the room is actually more important than this probably having a good speaker system. Yeah, okay. Right, right, right. I am happy with my soundbar mm. because it's got the... Uh, but I had to calculate the room and, and say, this is the room, this is the position it's in because it throws the, the sound off the walls. It's mm. not perfect, but I reckon if I had a soundbar and, right? and two speakers behind me, it'd go- be good. So Just like a good surround sound system and I'd be happy. But yeah. like, like, this, this setup was amazing. Yeah, um, okay, this was like just for me personally. Like when I was um, thinking about it, I'm like... You know, you need you need audio and visuals to be on point. But I, I was just thinking, thinking to myself, I'm like, surely there's a point where it's just like, am I just spending returns, more money? Like diminishing I, returns. Yeah, like yeah. What's what am I really paying for? Yeah, it's like 
you know, you spend $5,000 speakers, is getting a $10,000 speaker going to double the performance? Exactly, yeah. No, of course not. Yeah. And those guys that spend $100,000 on a speaker system because they're chasing dragons, trying to get that ultimate record quality, you know, yeah. you're not going to get it. They're, they're, it's, yeah. it's, spend a good amount. You'll have to spend a couple thousand. You probably want something 7.1. I know some people go, you got to get the 7.2. You need two subs. It's like, nah, man. No way, dude. You're not in such a small room. I've always had this thing, like people that are like- um, uh, like a sommelier or an audiophile or cinephile, dude, you can be heavily interested in the topic, but you're not you, like, like if you were to get two of those people in a room, they'll just dis- have disagreements. So already one of you are incorrect. So why would you try and base your personality on like being a specialist in something? Well, that's it. And it doesn't make sense to me. It's diminishing returns, man. Yeah. So you, you're chasing dragons really. Yeah. Of um having to, find this ultimate performance quality. Yeah. You won't. Treat the room, get a good system, you'll probably be fine. you never look back. I'm sure. But you I'm need to sure spend a little bit. Oh, yeah, for you, sure. You'll you need get, to spend yeah. some quality gear. Don't get like a Samsung. Get like a Yamaha or like a Bose system. Mm. Mm. I, I prefer Yamaha because I'm Yamaha boy. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's you got to just find something that's rated for what you're doing. Versus yeah. like you go get a cheap Samsung bar and go, well, why is it Game, shit? Gaming Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, why, why is it so like poor quality? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, it's a sound bar. It's only going to do so much. Yeah, I just want like the accuracy to be there. Not so much like it doesn't need to, the volume doesn't need to be able to just go like stupid, you know? Yeah, I, I, I agree. You don't want it to distort too much, but there's a point where it hurts your ears. And yeah, I have a sound bar with a sub and I think it sounds great. Yeah. You're only going to listen to it so loud. Beams are right into my head and I'm like, it's way That's better what you need. That's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. But how big was the screen? Like 120 inch or something? I'll have to ask her. It was a, it was a nice big screen. If it was on the wall, would it fill up the whole wall? I think it'd be wider than this wall. Damn. So like my living room. Not and as it, wide as- No, no, no. But but like living room, but then like even substantial in that room. Oh, yeah, dude. Whoa. This, cool. this was big. Like And, and because how it was so was dark- How big was the room? Not a huge room. I mean- Bigger than this. It was, it was, a be- it was a previously a bedroom. So what? Double this size? Yeah. Okay, double this size. That's mm. okay. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's a decent size. Like They fit five leather, big leather recliners in there on like a theatre setup stage and you didn't feel like you were too close to the screen. And there was space on the sides to walk. Yeah. Um, or, or like the, the three sofas were against the wall mm-hmm. and then the, you could walk around both of the um, middle two that, it was in, in, that were in front of you. Okay. I mean, but it wasn't cramped or at all yeah it's, i think they they did really good job with the space and um dreams man did goals they have, did they have any like led lighting around the place or they had some nice little down lights on movie posters yeah that's exactly what i want yeah dude yeah and there were um i've seen guys build led screens in so the poster like rotates once in a while they've got a couple yeah. of monitors yeah i like that or like old tv screens and they just have them set up and then it just I was thinking like um, it'd be a cool idea to have like a movie of the month that you really enjoyed and you put the poster up. Yeah. You change the poster every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That'd be cool. I seen a guy, I watched a couple of home automation things and some guy had like, he presses a button and it's like, okay, like he had some auto closing curtains that came over the front of the door as well and and uh, some lights that went on around the thing and then it turns on the screen, it turns on the sound system and then reclines all the chairs and did all that. Then he presses another button and it just sets it for movie mode. So it turns off all the lights and 
does everything. It That's sick. awesome, dude. dude I, I, I always wanted a basement as well. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, want that too. It's like yeah. you can make a sick cave down there. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I think you and me want the exact same house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But they don't make that shit here anymore. They it's don't, not standard. They it costs a lot. In Canada, it's like a standard thing to have a basement. It's hurricanes. It's amazing. It's like, but like everyone I, when I visited my family over there, it's so, it's, I mean, I was young, but it's such a vibe in the basement. Mm. It's so sick. It is literally like a, just like a little hangout place. Mm. It's just different to the house. Yeah, it does feel, you'd feel like that for sure. And it's a big space usually. Very big, yeah. It's really, really cool. It's a whole nother, it's like a granny flat. Yeah, it's just not standard here. So, it'll cost you a fortune to build yeah. it and excavate it and prop it up. And half the builders won't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which It'd be so like, expensive to do it here. Yeah. Um, man, something trending that's happening right now, which is pretty cool. I think you'd be interested in this. Um, the Patagonia founder. Yeah. Did you hear this? Yeah. $4.4 billion company. Selling it, he's giving it away so all profits will fight climate change. Amazing. I saw that and I thought, damn, this is so cool. And I wish more people um, practice what they preach. Hell yeah, dude. Patagonia is like one of the most resource um, friendly, recyclable, um, carbon neutral, like um, carbon sensitive companies out there. And I thought, Wow, people are doing more like it's this. We so need more nice. people like this man. That, and it's so nice to see a company not faking, um, just uh, putting on a front to to show um, they they support causes. I'm so I'm so tired of companies like just just doing it, going along with it. You know, change, like putting up a freaking banner or something, yeah, or getting getting everyone to donate something because like they think that they have to. It's like, no, do do you actually genuinely care about anything? It's like the um. Uh, what do you call it? The Cancer Foundation, the little pink ribbons. That that place is a total scam. Is it? Yep. That's I think only two percent of their profits actually go to cancer research. That's a shame. Apparently, like over fifty percent go to um, advertising for themselves. Wasn't there a thing about like Salvation Army or something doing something like that? I'm not sure. It's one of them, Red Cross or Salvation. Mm, I think Red Cross done. is good. Yeah, Salvation is wow, pretty pretty shit. Crazy. Mm. But um, for anyone that doesn't know the details. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Yvonne Chouinard, mm-hmm. Chouinard donated 2% of all stock and all decision-making authority to a trust, which will oversee the company's mission and values. Mm-hmm. The other 98% of the company's stock will go to a nonprofit called Holdfast Collective, which will use every dollar received to fight the environment crisis, protect nature and biodiversity, and support communities as quickly as possible. Amazing. Amazing. I wish more companies did this. Me too. It's a good man, I yeah, think. Man. And, and those billionaires out there. Why do you need your more billions? It's what like, are what are you chasing? Does, chasing some, like, does the government, ridiculous. are you in cahoots with the government? You know, that's like, you know, is it like you, the government's stopping you because it, it affects global things? It, it, it affects the power struggle that's happening in the world if you start helping out other countries and stuff like that? I think it's that these guys are just so billion. I need my more billions. I have a feeling it's. It it's, goes higher than that. I feel. I feel like people, the people that are in control, are like you're not allowed to help because it fucks up what the system that's got that's happening right now. You know, people are, people are making money. Like you got your your big gas giants, your big oil giants. Like yeah, stuff they're like, like, well, doing something good will affect my profits. I feel like that's the reason. Will, will be like, I lose my control over this. I feel like there's too many. There's too much money coming in um, through certain ways the world works that a billionaire coming across and being like, mm, no more poverty would just mess up such a big ecosystem that these fat cats have. Mm-hmm. Probably a big reason. And they're chasing these. I got to just, 
I got to get my more billions. Year it's on like, year, uh, we need growth. I know. Imagine Jeff Bezos going, well, I'm going to take a small. I, I, I guess my company's profits could subside just a little and I'll pay everyone mad wages. But no, he's like, I want to pay you the bare minimum, give you the shittest possible um, working environments. And if you don't like it, I don't care. Do you reckon he... I mean, that's an evil person, but do you think that there's things in place stopping him from doing that? No. Is there, is there any companies that are out there that are a big company that are paying their um, workers highly high above max? I think he's chasing that power yeah, right. of just going himself knowing I, I am the richest. No one is richer than I am. I am the most wealthy man in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he's not now, but- um, that that satisfaction of like I am that fucking powerful must be like euphoric for him. Just yeah. fucking jerking it in the mirror, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, fucking look at me, man! I'm fucking so rich. Yeah, yeah. That's what I imagine is like going through his head on a subconscious level. What do you think he does in his downtime? Jerks it in front of the yeah, mirror, yeah, going, yeah. "Yeah, look how rich I am." Yeah, yeah. Nah, I I honestly think he's that. It's that euphoric chase of of I'm doing that. I think his 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 I think his wife divorced him because she's he's a fucking nut job. He must be. Well, she's the richest woman on earth right now, right? Yeah, and she's donating it all. Is she's, she? Or she's also one that's done. You know that fifty million dollar or thirty million dollar house that she got in the lawsuit. She's like, I'm donating it. We're gonna sell it, and all the profits go to building um sustainable housing for the poor. She got a massive cut of his wealth. Yeah. Surely that would have a massive impact in the world if she's doing that. Yeah, she's she's apparently one of the people who has donated the most to charity in the world right so now. So what, what's happening? Why, why aren't we seeing this? I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, because of look, huh? look it up, Google it. You'll see what she's doing. It's just this is not what gets the clicks. That's a, that's a shame. That's what be- gets it clicks is how to scare people. Yeah, wow, that's a shame. I have never even heard of that. That's cool what's, if she's what's doing her that. Name? Um, money you know bags. Name? Money bags. <laughs> money. <bags. laughs> um, 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 Penelope money bags. Come on, don't be mean. Isn't she the richest woman on earth now? Because the former divorce? wife has given two Beverly Hills mansions worth about fifty-five million dollars and housing to housing charity, the California Community Foundation. So the donation by the fifty-year-old, fifty-two-year-old billionaire and philanthropist would allow it to create more affordable housing in Los Angeles. How much has she donated? I feel like just a rich person's going to buy it. Dude, so Jeff in Bezos Los, has donated his net worth right now is 184 billion dollars and he's only only donated 2 billion. So it's not even like 1%. Oh, it's almost 1% of his cash. And she I think has donated more than he like 20 million like 50 times more than he's ever donated and she her net worth is like nothing in comparison. Just donate the interest from the bank. What bank do you think these people are with? Bro, uh, there's some ultra elite bank for sure. That no one can put their money in unless you're in a certain threshold, right? She's donated three times the amount that he has. And she's only worth 275 million. So he is over a thousand times richer. Yeah. Right? He is a thousand times richer. And she is... uh, Donated more than three times more than him. Six billion dollars to charity. That's huge. Six people don't understand how she, big a bill 
Have you seen that website that goes, this is how rich um, Jeff Bezos is and you're scrolling? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, this is the money you will earn in a lifetime and you're fucking scrolling like that and one pixel is your money in your whole life and this is his. And you're just going for minutes. You're scrolling for minutes. You've never seen this? I have I have seen that. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of this um another analogy to sh- to show million compared to billions in seconds. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. It's like 1 billion is like 6 million or 1 million seconds is like 3 years and then it's like a billion seconds yeah. is is 90,000 so years. Or a something. million seconds is 12 days. Mm-hmm. A billion seconds is 31 years. Yeah. The difference is astronomical and then like when you like even um like stacks of money i remember seeing the comparison like a million dollars is like a few pallets and a billion is like pallets stacked on top of pallets into like a skyscraper yeah it's stupid so uh, yeah people don't and that's realize one how- billion yeah and that's one yeah, billion <laughs> imagine having a hundred or two hundred billion it, yeah it, it is power in the end because like you you can physically cannot spend that much money mm-hmm one billion dollars, you could go as hard as you want. You will not be able to spend in your lifetime. It's physically impossible. Pretty much. And these guys are like, hundreds of billions are not enough. I need more hundreds of billions. Thank you. I need more profits. I need to cut more. Do you think that that money will stay in his lineage? I don't think he gives a fuck. Well, like, he's going to die he, eventually, he, right? You know, you can't take it with you. What I don't know that what money? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's it's. I don't think he cares about the money. He's got all the money in the world. I think he cares about the status and the power. Does he have kids? think so. Hopefully, they are thinking of the future. So, when they inherit that money, they go, okay. Three gonna, sons and one daughter. I'm going to do what my one father One daughter did. adopted from China. Okay. Yep. He would be a fucking nut job. You can just tell behind doors. He's starting to look like Lex Luthor, man. He he's did, one he's step doing, away. He's getting a little getting bit of evil power armor on yeah. that bitch. What's up with these um, billionaires- when you look at them when they're younger, they look so freaking like ready to live on the street and then they look so fit and healthy and stuff, just like stem cells and shit. They're doing what Joe Rogan does. They're getting that stem cells injected in their nutsack sack and fucking- All these like um, high performance vitamins and stuff that no one can buy. Yep. Oh, man. there's um, They look so, so healthy. Like a story. I have an actual story about someone doing those kind of high advanced ultra elite um, medicine places and it working- and yeah. they're talking about you can't even get in unless it's uh you 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 know someone. Yeah, I, I so can imagine. Dana White, you know Dana White, yeah. UFC? He had many ears disease. And uh it's a disease that affects your inner hearing, your inner ear. Right. So he said every day he'd have like five dizzy spells of you know, complete vertigo and his like eyes are going around and he he can't even get a sense of the room and he'd have to just lie down for an hour after a meeting and go Guys, like I just got to lie down, like to let it pass, and that he'd have these attacks every day. It was never ruining his this. life. Wow. You've never heard no, of never this heard. disease? I haven't heard of the disease, and I never heard of Dana White having that. So yeah, he had that, and um, he talked about how um, it was it was literally ruining his life. He got diagnosed later in life. I don't. It's an autoimmune condition, I believe, mm-hmm. is what causes it. It's like the cells in your body attack something. I don't know what. Right. I think they attack your inner ear. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a low sodium diet. Uh, helps it a lot. Interesting. So it's a lifelong thing. There's no cure. He was. He talks about this. He's cured now. Mm. He talks about this that he had a former NBA player who was his mate call him up one day and go, "Dude, you got to try this." I went to this place in Germany. I think it was Germany, um, or Austria, or something like that. 
and he goes there and says um, he went that the the basketballer went there because of his knee. He had bunged his knee, of course. And the doctor said, um, "You ain't playing again ever. Your this career's done. Your career's again. done." And this guy's on a contract. He's like, "No fucking way, I'm done." Yeah. He heard about it from a friend, his own friend, and he said, "All right, I'm. A, uh, I think I can get you in." He gives the place a call, and he's been referred in. He's like, "Yeah, we got you. Got your details. I think come in. We're gonna take your blood." We're going to mix it with some stem cell technology, blah, blah, blah. We're going to inject it back into you. That's it. He goes, okay, um, cool. Injects him in the leg or wherever it was. Put, I think it's a transfusion. They put the mm. blood back into your blood. He said he was on the court the next day. No pain at all. I've heard of these stories, man. And uh, then Dana- People like, like passing their personal best and, and like after injury. Yep. They're just straight into the gym, just doing crazy shit because of stem cells. Yep. And so- um, he goes, he wasn't, he was skeptical, but he called Dana White. He says, I think these guys can help you. Mm. They say, and they can do something for you. He goes, all right. Dana White was like, cool. Go on a, straight on a plane, book it up, go there. He's got the money. This guy's like stupidly rich. Yeah. UFC's crazy. Mm. Um, so they go there and he's, the guys said they took some blood. They say, give us a couple of days to come back. They said, when we inject you, it's either going to do nothing or it's going to work. Wow. So he's like, there's, no, like there's no safety. Like there's no like, it's going to kill you. It's yeah. nothing like that. There's no, I don't think there's any risk. He goes, cool. He goes, the worst thing that happened is like, you spend all this money, you do this and nothing comes of mm-hmm. it. That's a shame, of course, because this was going to change his life. He gets an injection. He said within the first injection, couple days later, no more dizzy spells. Incredible. He said, you need to come back for one more injection and that's going to be it. You cured forever. Got the injection done. He says it's been two, three, four years now. Not one single attack. He's completely cured of this illness. Incredible. Well, obviously, you can tell why it's illegal in so many Western countries. You can't. It's not even approved in America. And they say it's all like off the books. Like no one approves this this kind of medicine. Of course. I heard another story. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, uh, Mel Gibson. Yep. Um, went to uh, his dad was in his 90s, like 97 years old, right? Mm. His dad had like a collapsed valve in his heart. They um went to uh the the doctor said, "Man, just start making the plans now. He's gone. Oh, geez, okay. He's like not gonna make it. Yeah. He's he's on no medications. He's on nothing. He's cooked." I go, okay. Um, so he got into touch with another guy. Another guy. They said you need to go to um. There's a place in America that's slightly off of America where they're allowed to do this like like off the record kind of uh, medical experiments. I forget the place. Oh, okay. um, it's not a part of the, the Australia, uh, American of country, the but, but doctors can go pr- do perform procedures and they're not allowed to in America. Washington. Oh, is it in America? No, but the doctors fly out to this place to go perform the surgery. It costs right. them mozza. Okay. And they stem cell. Inject you, do the thing, blah, 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 the procedure. They talked about it. They said they were on the phone for ages. The day after the procedure, the guy said he felt like 30 years younger. Oh, my God. Amazing. And his heart valve within like a month regrew. The collapsed valve, which was causing irregular heartbeat, grew back. It's like his heart's perfect now. Um, Haven't they just recently developed technologies to stop aging? Like yeah, it's, I've it's already, heard this. Yeah, I've it's, heard already, this. it's already just been announced. Mm. Do you reckon people will live forever? I think they will, man. The only thing that that's the worry after that is just the brain keeping that strong. Well, they said they're going to stop your cells from even aging. Right. 
Because what- so on a cellular level, you will not age. You'll be like those jellyfish that just live forever. Yeah, that's, that's incredible, dude. That's scary. Do you reckon they'll be in overpopulation? Will be a massive problem. There'll be laws probably put in place, but probably, I don't that, think they'll that would be, be so expensive this. to ha- to get. They, they've been they've been able to genetically mutate genes for a long time, mm. and they haven't done it because they're worried about the implications. You know, like well, if we start mutating genes, what happens? Will we create some sort of super virus? that starts attacking or mutating or going down the lineage of people who have had this thing? Who knows? Yeah. There's, yeah. And, and, and in our lifetime, they, the, testing, the, zombies start. the testing would have to, have to happen in our lifetime. Man, I think though, black books, celebrities, like as we mentioned, like getting on this topic, Jeff Bezos, the shit, they are all over that crazy A hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. They, they, they already know what's going on. They're probably in it. Um, man, yep. I wanted to, I wanted to... Why is his name... He's changed his last name. His real name's not last name. is not Bezos at all. What is it? Jeffrey Preston Jorgensen. Interesting. I'm, I have to look into that. Why would you change your name? A lot of a lot of actors do. He's not an actor. No, but I know a lot of actors do. Like Michael yeah. Caine. It's not really uh, A name. lot of them, I think... Well, at that time, it was just like to have a catchy name. But there's a lot for a lot of ethnic people. They change their name because it's too hard to pronounce for Hollywood. I think that's why Jürgen Jorgensen maybe is too interesting. I want to sound more American. Jeez, okay, um, man. I want to tell you about something. I hope you haven't heard about this. Mm. I'm excited to tell you. I'll t- talk to you about the computational, humongous, unconventional number and graphics unit by Sam Yuri Two. I've never heard of this. Sounds AKA so interesting. AKA Chungus Two. Okay, wow. Okay, so someone, a Minecraft player, has successfully built an 8-bit processor inside the video game wow. in an impressive and uh, impressive meta demo. The master crafter, who goes by the handle Sam Yuri, built the processor over a span of seven long months. Thanks to its hertz clock speed and 256 bytes of RAM, the processor is capable of running simple games like Snake or Tetris on a 32 by 32 screen. To manipulate the wow. buttons, to manipulate the buttons, the Minecraft avatar has to jump on um, block size buttons. And I'll show you a little video of this thing. So this guy's built this dude, and I, I I don't know if it's just Snake or something, but I swear someone said that he's made Minecraft within Minecraft, but it's two D, but it looks three D. You know, just on pixels. The fact that you can, when they brought out the redstone to be able to like activate electricity in this game, was game changing. Oh my god. So he's gone deep, dude. Um and this is a fully success- built computer yeah. in the game. Dude, he's building a silicon chip and entire graphics processing units from scratch in giant block size of Minecraft. That is incredible. I thought you'd appreciate this. Wow. And I um he he's got a little showcase here. So for those for those watching, we'll bring up little snippets and screenshots of it. But it's it's pretty incredible. Like he, he's, I mean, I never played Minecraft, but like this is impressive. And uh, you probably understand all the stats. I I have no idea about this stuff. Let's try and go uh, speed up to his. What's the clock speed? Oh Dude, my he's, god! He's literally playing uh, Tetris and Snake. So this is um this is incredible. Oh yes, the jump. Man, it'd be hard to maneuver, but holy crap. I mean, this this is just the beginning, though. But isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? What does that mean, dude? What? what, Seven months. What if in like 20 years, people are building a computer that plays games? Like in, in, in a game? Like, is that like simulation? 
Holy shit. So this is this is what it's worried graphing. me. This is what worried me. This um Colorway's Game of Life. Have you ever played that? No, what is that? Okay. Let me let me entertain the entertain the listeners for a second. You're doing a fantastic job. Maybe I was thinking if I had any quantum thoughts. These are get some quantum quantum shower thoughts. Let me let me let me explain what this game is. So I've played it myself. Yeah. Conway's Game of Life, also known simply as Life, is a cellular cellular. Automation devised by the British mathematician John Horton Conway in 1970. It is a zero-player game, meaning that its evol- evolution is determined by its initial state, requiring no further input. One interacts with the game by- of life by creating an initial configuration and observing how it evolves. So, this game that is created, um, which you can play online, it's for free. Um, let me see if I can okay. find a version of it. Um, basically, you set up... Um, you set up a few cells and they all have um, the basic building blocks of life. And depending on how you set them up um, on the screen has an effect on essentially how it will develop. And people have gotten to the point where they're making um, actual cells duplicate and create more cells. They've set it up in a certain way. So, um, I mean, I haven't played this in a long time, but let's see if I can get something going here. I got no basic. idea. So I just press play, and these are like a base setup, and basically you can just see the cells moving, and sometimes they'll just get trapped in an endless cycle. But if you set up in the right way, it literally just keeps developing into like a, its own mind of its own. So these are these are like the building blocks of life. Yeah. Okay. And you can have a lot of fun with this, dude. You can just set them up, and uh, you can see if something didn't work out, and everything just dies off on screen, or some are just forever spinning in the same spot. But if you set it up perfectly and put the blocks in the right spot and set them in the right direction, they will just keep going endlessly and expanding infinitely. Okay. It's incredible. So, they, so, so he put this into the Minecraft game. He's, he's gotten to a point where he's he's got those building blocks set so you can play that game in Minecraft. So essentially, he's created life in, in, in Minecraft. God. So what, like, that's just the beginning. What, what does that mean? What, where does that go after that? This is just the beginning. Does that mean he could cre- essentially create artificial life within a game? There's no limit, really. Well, yeah. the limit is how big the, the size is of the, the blocks, right? Yeah. So there's the theory of why um, people say, you know, the simulation theory, it all comes back to simulation theory of, we're inventing chips that get smaller and smaller and smaller and more powerful and more powerful and more powerful, right? Just like when you build the Sims game, right? Imagine you could build a game that was like real life, right? Exactly yeah. replicating real life. How would the people inside know? Like just like that Rick and Morty thing. How would the people inside know yeah. even in a simulation? How would you know? You don't know. Exactly. That's why it could be we're in a simulation right now. And Conway's Game of Life, which was developed in 1970, that already is like the basic life the basic thing so if but it's they say the done, smaller you go they said that the chance of you of finding life out there is probably not very large because the chance of you finding life in something so small like a computer or like the smaller we go the more deep we're going into the simulation theory it's like crazy blows um, my mind it's, man. Uh, we could already be there and and we're probably more likely to evolve smaller than we are to expand outwards so 
it really depends on how small you can get the chip sizes and how small you can get. And then we go into quantum computing. Oh, yeah, things already branched off and doing something else. Yeah, so you can add or... Yeah, well, um, if anyone's listening or watching, I um, highly recommend just giving it a go. Just go on Conway, conwaylife.com. Give it a go. Spend a few hours on there just watching these things go. Um, or you can watch some YouTube videos of some people that have set up some pretty impressive... Um, AI is going to straight up just take over like so many jobs soon. Yeah, dude. It's it's very freaky. It's doing so much. And now people can just build their own AI doing whatever they want. You know, I can build an AI to make a game. I can build an AI to replicate sounds. I can build an AI that makes music. I can build an AI that does, um, you know, makes, makes a video. They had that um, AI song enter the mm. Eurovision. It's really freaky. That guy's just going off. That's going to be there infinitely. Um, yeah, man. I thought you'd appreciate that. I do. And I like that he called it Chungus 2. Chungus 2. <laughs> he tried so hard to get it. Yeah, I know, right? Computational, humongous, unconventional number and graphics unit by Sam Yuri 2. Awesome. The fact that that has the power to build a CPU inside of Minecraft is is crazy. Yeah, dude. So, um, look at the size we'll the li- we'll- of the complexity of it. Imagine one thing is wrong. You're like, I don't know where it is. Yeah. How would you know? Well, he's put seven months into this. We'll put a link in the bio for, so, uh, for those listening so you can check it out yourself. We'll put a little website. It has a little breakdown of like all the parts of the computer, how it works. And I can um, understand YouTube why Minecraft well. is like the most purchased game ever. I wonder if the guy, what's the guy who's created Minecraft? What's his name? I'm too sure. Um, Very good for creative people, I guess. If they're in that like little building world, you can just little create whatever you want. Little like um, Rube Goldberg machines or something like that. He goes by something. Notch. Yeah, Notch is his name. Um, he created it. You know, I couldn't imagine he would have thought it'd be as big as it is now mm-hmm. as when he created it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very it's impressive. I, I, it's overwhelming for me. I can't get in. I, I don't know how to get involved. I've, I've never played it myself, but um, I've been, I've been it's curious. It's quite fun, but uh, my, my cousins and stuff, they're full into it. And I, thought, I can imagine I, if we're I, in like I don't the know same, what I'm building. I don't know what's going on. I can imagine if like we were in the same world, would it would be fun. Create your own world with a mate. Yeah. But um, other than that, I feel like I'd get bored. You can make your own servers and do cool stuff, but um, yeah, I, I'm not a real. The guy was so rich, he outbid Jay-Z and Beyonce for their home years ago. He At out- the time. Yeah, he outbid them. How much is he worth now? He'd be worth a lot, right? Is Gabe Newell, who invented Steam, only worth $4.1 billion? Wow. Only, so then Bill Gates is like- stupidly richer than that. What the fuck? Stupid money. That's alarming. Have you heard of SpaceX's um, light speed engine? No. All right. So we had to have a little quick search for this um, information. So um, me and Daniel just quickly watched a short video just so we make sure I get our facts straight. So that's some Gundam shit. It's it, it's, it's pretty like incredible. Gundam goddamn using the light warp drive yeah. to get across this, this thing. So what, what were the what were the stats for? Was my it- takeaway from it, sorry to cut you off. Um, yeah. My takeaway from it though was it's all theorized right now. It doesn't mm. actually exist. Yes, it's all in mathematics stage. They haven't built it at all. They haven't built it at all. But if it's um, for those, so sorry, let's let's backtrack a little bit. So um, basically, SpaceX is collaborating with NASA, from yeah. what we believe. This um, theoretical engine can get you to the moon. Was it in eleven seconds? 
1.3 seconds. 1.3 seconds, to Mars in 13 minutes, something like that, and Neptune in four hours. And yep. it's, it's essentially you using a particle accelerator, accelerator like they do at CERN to get you to like 99.99% of light It essentially sounds like it's doing a particle acceler- accelerator and increasing the mass of particles and then expelling them out the back. When, once they co- collide, yeah. the, the offshoot... Is the is propulsion ener- is energy, and there's no um, there's no friction, there's no fuel being used. You cannot use this though to exit the atmosphere. There will be nowhere near enough power being generated yeah. to actually exit the atmosphere. Yeah, so you'd use fuel just to get out, and once you're yeah. in space, how the fuck do you slow down? That's my problem. How do you slow down, and also how do you operate? Um, how do you calculate collisions at that speed? Yeah, this if there's is- a little space rock coming by, see you later. You, you don't are know. Gone. Like we can calculate just near our Earth, but they once you're the out there, the chance of hitting something is insanely small. But at the speed of light, yeah, they even think said, about how much distance you're traveling. I think traveling. they said for you to hit anything, and you're traveling back and forward across the entire universe, you'd have to go like a billion times backwards and forwards across the entire space of the known universe. Backwards and forwards before you hit one thing. Is that at the speed of light or just traveling? Doesn't matter. But I feel like um, time is very important in that because you're traveling a distance faster. That is a chance of hitting anything. Asteroid, rock, meteorite, whatever. A single body out there. I guess it's hard for me to fathom. Like if I'm just going in a straight line in space- at the speed of light. There's only debris around the planet. Is there not a point in time if it's infinite that there is a I'm deadlocked right into a planet? No, the, the, that's so unlikely. Because isn't there an infinite amount of planets it's lined so up un- in front of each other in an in infinite amount of space? No, no, no. You'd, there's that much more space. They say space is made out of like 99.9% dead space. I don't believe that because- It is, dude. You've got you to picture, dude, if it's infinite- Yes. That means there's an infinite amount of planets planets that could be in line with also each other. Also an infinite amount of space. I know, each but it's, it's, so it's kind of and hard to say. And it's expanding, right? So yeah. the space between each thing is expanding. That's true. But so then, it's more space than anything. But traveling at the speed of light, it's like, how do you... you I feel like you have to calculate where you're going. But dude, these pl- think about these planets that are far away. You are traveling at the speed of light for like, what do they say, 50 million light years away? Yeah. There's 50 million light years. So you are traveling at the speed of light for 50 million years before you reach that one planet. That breaks my mind, dude. 50 million years. That breaks years. my mind. How? Uh, so, yeah, that is a good question. How do you slow down? Because I feel like- um, uh, That's why I think it's all in mathematics stage and we are, we are well before we're going to figure this shit out. Would it take um, a long, long period of time to slow down? That's what I'm thinking. Once you're at that speed, it's like, okay, well, yeah, you can get there in 1.3 seconds, but that it's, that's at its top speed. So, like, say you you cut the collision, mm-hmm. uh, the particle collision. Now you're at a constant of the speed you just stopped forever. How long does it take you to stop? Well, you don't slow down, right? That's it's, what I'm thinking. Like, by the time you even build up energy, you've got to be like, okay, I'm slowing down to get to this Neptune. Yeah, thing. I feel like um, once you- well, as soon as you reach any speed in space, right, you're traveling at that speed infinitely, right? There's no slowing down. You don't just slowly, gradually stop. Yeah. So, if, yeah, if you just stopped on the spot, you'd die. Yeah. So, if you're traveling close to the speed of light, you turn off the engines and then is it just like a slow amount of like reverse thrusters, like just pulsed over um, like a month? That's what I think has to be. A month of just... 
slowly slowing down. I feel like your your ship would tear apart if you were to put the smallest bit of force against something that's traveling at light speed. Yeah, but that's why I said it's only one newton meter, which is like that. That's like one newton meter. Yeah, right. Very small amount of force is one newton meter. That's scary. It's a couple grams of force. That's scary. So I think that that all that this media and the stuff around it is all hubbub just to build up hype. It's like, oh my God, we're going to get to the moon in one second, man. It's like, no, it's not. There's so many other things behind it. It's like, yeah, yeah at its top speed, you could get there in one second, mm. but building up speed to get there and then slowing down and not crashing into the planet doesn't, that's all numbers and mathematics. It's yeah, like they're yeah. just saying hubbub numbers to get people on board to be like, Buy his stock. It's great. He's going to get us there in a minute. Yeah, true, true. And that's I feel like so much away. of it is just... It could be decades away. Well, do you, with with how quick he like gets his stuff rolling, do you think SpaceX he would want to SpaceX has been around for about 20 years. Well, do you think he, he would want to see something completed like that in his lifetime? He's only just gotten the rockets going now. Hmm. Don't know, man. That's pretty quick though, right? No, but SpaceX has been around for like a long time. Compared to NASA though. Yeah, but he works with NASA. Mm-hmm. And then those guys are doing all the backbone research. And then he goes, well, come work for me a little bit. Yeah. And they tell you, well, this is what we did. We get things going. Mm. We don't wait. We don't wait 30, 40 years to announce that we're going back. Yep. So, um, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of, oh my God, he's so great. A lot of people hate him, hey? I'm liking him less and less the more I hear about mm. him. The more crazy I think he is. And the more, it's more just about, I just got to make the number. Like, I'm going to ruin someone's life because they talk shit about me. You know, about the, the submarine he was going to build to get the kids out of the Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. That was definitely a, a, and a, then, a dick measuring contest. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get him out. And then he, he tried to fly there and, and, and go see because he's like, you know, generating, oh, I'm going to save these kids. And all the guys said, that, get the fuck out. You don't know what you're doing. We need the professionals in here. And the people that told him that, he went and hired private investigators and said, I want you to ruin this guy's life. Wow. They have an email document saying, you need to find something. Yeah, right. That's a... Come on. Yeah. That's some shit moves. Imagine what we don't know. But then, like, I guess it's hard because then, like, who else in our lifetime is actually making big advancements for us to, to progress for the regular folk? You know? I don't know, man. But this guy, like, should be done for, like... um. What's it called when you're like um, manipulating the market to, to benefit your own stock? Mm, yeah, it, um, especially with um, Twitter. He just, uh, he just cryptocurrency. Yeah, and he stuff. just says something on Twitter and crashes a stock, and then he's like, "Oh, I sold it all before I, I crashed, so now I'm gonna just buy it back." Mm. You know, he does dodgy shit like that. Yeah. It's a point where the kind of FCC or something have to go. Nah. Yeah. I don't know if it's FCC. I don't know what the regulatory bodies are in America, but. They need to get their shit together because you can't just be like manipulating stock markets with one tweet. Yeah. So it's dodgy because you'd be like, hey guys, sell all your stock now. I'm going to crash it. Buy back in the next day. How can you do that? It's Dogecoiny. Dogecoiny. Yeah, man. I'm going to buy some more helium, I think. Helium. Uh, is that going, is that, is that going it's well? It's all crashed. No, it's all crashed. <laughs> but um, we still got lots of coin. Yeah, nice. So um, I'm Stay true. Stay, stay strong. strong. Hold, hold on. Uh, I don't think you've told the listeners that you're you're in the cryptocurrency. I'm game. in some cryptos, boys. 
But uh, I've got a few billion in crypto, nothing much. Yeah, that's a couple of billion. Um, no, nah, I've got. I'm, I'm starting up to buy some more now while it's crashing. I'm going to wait a little bit more, and I think I'm going to buy in. Yep. Buy now. I will buy definitely some because it's worth almost nothing now, and then I know it's going to be at least I know at its theoretical value it'll be worth twenty times what it is now. So. Daniel has this whole setup at home. He's got like the little Wall Street um, little banners going across like coffee prices and like yeah. co- price of butter and when shit. When I'm not on this podcast, you should see me. Dude, buy, he, sell, motherfucker. He's just yelling. Sell. He's on a fat mobile cellular phone just telling people to buy and dump. I got a Bluetooth headset on one side. Yeah, I got yeah. a big, fat, chunky, cordless phone on the other. Yeah. And I'm, I got like mad, hairy forearms and I'm bald. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in a suit and I'm going, sell it. And you're, and you're just- fistfuls of pills for your angina mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's what I do your heart's like on the precipice of exploding in your chest and you're just shoveling <laughs> medication to keep going <laughs> cocaine yeah 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 <laughs> your blood's like rushed to the surface of your skin you're like buy now sell this dump it you piece of shit and, and uh, apparently dump it, dump it apparently he goes through um, several employees a week like he just like hires them and they don't do a good enough job they make one mistake I am the Wall Fires. Street King Wow, dude. I'll teach him my way. It's scary, man. It's scary to work with him. I get a bit scared. Um, but you know, I make his coffee every day and he keeps me in he keeps me in the job and um I get I get a minimum paid job at the end of it. Yeah. And he gets all the profits. And I'm just going, Why you want all these benefits? You get nothing. <laughs> I need my billions. Just constantly sweating all the time. Do those people sleep, you reckon, really well? No. What a stressful life. They probably just drive down their mind. They just and die. They have young. a heart attack at 46. They just live fast, die young. Mm-hmm. Wow. Don't when, do that. Please don't do ride. that. Don't do that, please. Thank, thanks, listeners. Don't, don't do drugs, kids. Listeners, uh, thank you for watching. Um, don't do drugs. Don't go to work in Wall Street because, um, you know, we want you to live a long life. Um, and if you can, um, you know, try and try and develop some particle accelerators or something like that. Or, you know, develop a little Chungus 2 action. Yep. Chungus 3. Yep. Make it happen. For sure. We love you guys and always thanks for tuning in and we had a wonderful time. We did. This episode. Hope you did too. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you. Bye, guys. Bye.